Hi, welcome. Thank you for tuning to Life Plus Up with your host Kevin Yang. For all the listeners, Life Plus Up is a podcast dedicated in making your life better by achieving success in three core components of life: personal, financial, and career. In each episode, we'll be bringing some of the most positive and inspiring news, followed by introducing programs to help out with personal finance. We'll coach you some professional skills to help you advance in your career, and be your resources for a better lifestyle and health. You can find the newest episode every Wednesday by follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, or much more. At the end of each episode, I will answer some of the questions from our listeners. So if you have a question, please email me or DM me on Instagram, or just by clicking on the voice link listed in the description. Remember, if you find this podcast informative and helpful, please share with someone that you think this can help. So now, let's have a great show. Tomorrow is your 12 years working anniversary in the same department. You have been in the same role as long as you remember. You nearly forgot about your once aspiration when you first joined the company. Over the years, you have seen many promotion opportunities pass at you. You no longer dare to think about advancement, as you are afraid to be disappointed. You regularly check internal job postings for the next level positions, but never seem to find a career path to connect to them. You ask yourself, "How do I qualify for these promotions? What skills do I need? What network should I be involved in? Who can teach me how to get there?" Welcome to episode thirty-four: How to find a mentor to elevate your career. Guide. To find the perfect mentor and how to ask. First, I want to thank you all for tuning into Life Plus Up. For listeners who have been with us since the beginning and were expecting the new episode yesterday, I want to let you know that in the past nine days, our country has experienced so much anger and hurt that I feel like my previous recorded opening no longer seems appropriate. As I'm fortunate enough to have this platform, I want to use it to voice my support to all the peaceful protesters, and my most sincere condolences for the family of George Floyd and anyone that was hurt. There are pains that are not over, challenges that haven't been overcome, and scars that have yet to heal in our society. Peaceful protest is the first step to bring awareness to such issues. But our commitment to vote for change will actually be the determining factor. Just keep in mind: in any situation, violence and chaos will only backfire, and validate the action of those who suppresses. So here, I urge everyone who wants to voice out, do it peacefully, because that is what real power and strength is. In the face of anger and hurt. Our self-control and determination to be good 
is one thing that no one can take away from us. If you want to do real changes, please register to vote as your vote do count. And if you want to be an even bigger positive force to our society, please lend a helping hand to those who are still in need due to the pandemic by supporting them with food, groceries, and essentials by visiting the link family-to-family.org to donate. Remember, you can support by sharing the site with your circles and collectively, we can all make a difference. And if you live in NYC and want to help our neighbors in need, please visit foodbanknyc.org and lend them a helping hand, especially that in the past few days, many of our neighbors might be in more need than before. With that being said, as usual, I would like to start off the podcast with the positive and inspiring news. Today, our news is brought to you by CNN The Good Stuff, written by Alicia Lee. The headline is, A floral designer is beautifying the streets of New York with elaborate displays for healthcare workers. Flashes of beauty have bloomed in the most random places around New York over the past several years. A trash can here, a phone booth there, was surprise displays of flowers. But amid the pandemic, the floral designer behind them has renewed sense of purpose. Lewis Miller, owner of floral design company Lewis Miller Design, has long transformed the city's most greediest spot into giant flower displays. He called them flower flashes. Miller said he just wanted to express his creativity and make New Yorkers smile. In recent weeks, however, he knew that these flower flashes could mean something more, a tribute to those in the front line. With the city being so desolate and people being stuck inside, and it being a cold decimal spring, we needed hope, the 45-year-old designer told CNN, doing it for healthcare workers with a no-brainer because they are the ones that are out there doing the deed while the rest of us are secreted inside. For his latest flash, which was backed by American Express, Miller and his team set out to New York Presbyterian Hospitals on Monday and wrapped flowers in various shades of pink around a lamppost that stood outside of the hospital. People admired it as they walked by, but even more appreciated on Miller's Instagram. New Jersey hospital worker here, and I appreciate your commitment to making the city a more beautiful place. One person commented on Miller's post, which has over 17,000 likes. Like the rest of the flower flashes, Miller and his team didn't ask for permission, so they were told by hospital security to take it down just 30 minutes after finishing their masterpiece. But the team quickly pivoted their plan to convert the flowers into butt vices and loose flowers to give out to their nurses, doctors, and other healthcare workers. So many people cried, Miller said. I'm always amazed at the reaction people get when they get flowers. It's like the last thing on their mind right now. No one is going to buy 
themselves flowers for them. So just appear, it's kind of like a unicorn walking down the street. In addition to the spontaneous passing out of flowers, Miller was able to donate all the profit from his flower flash boxes to the Greater New York Hospital Association, which amounted to $60,000. While Miller said he doesn't know when or where the next flower flash will be, the one thing is certain, New York Street has never looked and smelled so good. So here at Life Plus Up, we thank you, Louis, for your amazing kind gesture. Our healthcare workers have done so much for us during this pandemic, and your floral design sure brings some smile to them. So thank you for all that you do. Now, our second story are being brought to you by the Good News Network. And the headline is, A remarkable team leads peaceful Detroit protests gets called from mayor. I saw your leadership. I am in tears. 16-year-old Stephen Perez began marching into downtown Detroit with 15 people. More and more joined him until he became an unwitting leader of a large crowd. Above all else, the Michigan team vowed to keep everyone in line and get them home safely. At the end of the march, after no looting or fights, he urged the protesters to comply with the city's 8 p.m. curfew so that no one would get hurt. With a megaphone thrust in his hand, he kept the protesters calm, even though he said they were scared, and some of them tried to defy his peaceful intentions. I tried to keep everyone together. I tried to keep everybody as a collective group, and we marched, he told the Detroit Free Press. I'm surprised people listened to me. I'm glad they did because they are not hurt right now, because they could be. While the reporter was interviewing the young activist, Mayor Mike Dugan called on someone's phone and the call was broadcast via speakerphone on Facebook Live. Son, I was watching the video and I saw your leadership. I have tears in my eyes, said the mayor. You are everything that's special about the city of Detroit. We're going to fight this injustice because of people like you. Stefan replied, some police officer walked with us in uniforms who stand united with us today. And I'm glad that you do too. The mayor who asked the team to meet with him this week isn't the only one who's proud of Stefan. If he weren't for his grandmother, he said, he wouldn't be where he is today. As a teenager, I have put her through a lot of stuff, but she stuck by my side and I needed the most. And she'd be proud of what we have accomplished tonight. The fact that I was able to put my hand up and stop everybody from causing trouble here tonight. I look back and smile at that moment, said the sophomore from Communication and Media Arts High School. The people followed me into battle, and I am glad that I was able to get home safely. The previous evening, the first night of the curfew, things had become tense in the Motor City as police fired tear gas and rubber bullets when protesters refused to disperse. Stefan, whose ancestors are African-American, Mexican, Puerto Rican, and Nicaraguan, was more interested in taking a knee in peaceful solidarity when the crowd reached Michigan Avenue on Monday. So here at Life Plus Up, we really thank you for your amazing leadership, Stefan. You show us what true courage and strength is. 
Your leadership has made a difference, and your action will inspire changes that will be great and amazing. And for that, we thank you. So let's take a quick break before we go into our main segments. Do you remember your first manager? How about the first day of your career? Who guided you on your first project? Who helped you on passing your first promotion interview? Many of us owe our success to various individuals that mentored us through different challenges and hardship. So let me ask you, who are the mentors? Some people describe them as teachers of traits. Others describe them as personal or career guide. According to the Oxford Dictionary, a mentor is an experienced person who advises and helps somebody with less experiences over a period of time. In my view, the true definition of a mentor is best described by John C. Maxwell, a world-renowned author. He said. One of the greatest value of mentors is the ability to see ahead what others cannot see, and help them to navigate a course to their destination. Very true. For over fifteen years, as a life coach, I committed myself as a mentor and a resource to help others to achieve their success in personal, financial, and career. Throughout the years. I have seen many individuals have their lives changed because they were able to connect with industry experts and professionals, and become their mentees. I have seen many people stagger in their careers due to the inability to find the right mentors for guidance. In my own life, I was able to advance and accomplish much, was because I have also various mentors to guide me through hardships and break through what I thought was impossible. So, how do you find a mentor? Let's talk about a few things we can do. Finding a mentor. A mentor is someone who allows you to see the hope inside you. Say Oprah Winfrey. We all understand the importance of having mentors to elevate careers and overcome challenges, but how do you know that you found the right one? To find the right mentor, you first had to set a smart goal. In my previous Episode. Wait, are you setting the correct goals? I discuss in length about the importance and the methods of setting a smart goal, which is specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. A right mentor is an individual that will be able to provide you the resources and guidance to achieve that goal. A right mentor is someone that you both have mutual respect and benefit from this mentorship relationship. That individual will help you to resolve specific obstacle instead of giving general direction. Most importantly, the right mentor will focus on your personal development rather than trying to create a clone of themselves. Now, since we know what the right mentor is, how do we find one? Finding a mentor may sound intimidating, but once you know where to look, it can be quite straightforward. There are generally three areas that you can explore possible mentorship. The three areas are within your company, within your social network, and within your professional associations. So let's examine the area within your company first. 
In this day and age, many companies understand the importance of development through mentorship. These companies have developed programs along with top executives and leaders as mentors to encourage employees to participate. These programs often consist of a well-built curriculums and resources. They are also one of the best ways to build your brand within the company through networking with executives and leaders that you will normally not interact with. Most importantly, these mentors have experienced your career path and aware of more career opportunities that are not generally shown on the company's intranet. However, not everyone has the opportunity or means to be able to explore mentorship within a company due to the lack of program or support. So the second area to find mentor is within your social network. As we are living in the time of social media, our network has stretched far beyond what was possible decades ago. LinkedIn is a very useful social platform that expands and manages your professional networks. When you are utilizing LinkedIn, you will be able to find various individuals that either work with you or connected to somebody that does. LinkedIn also provides employment history, charitable experiences, and most importantly, potential similarities of or common trait between you two. When you have located a prospect, LinkedIn will provide you the opportunity to send a message and LinkedIn mail to connect with the individual. Aside from LinkedIn, many people have also found Facebook to be equally convenient. Professional Facebook groups or fan page. These are great tools to find other professionals to be your mentor or refer you to one. If social media is not your cup of tea, professional associations are also a great place to find mentorship. Professional associations are great ways to connect with other professionals within your industry. Associations such as National Associations of Realtor, National Lawyers Association, or Toastmasters International, and many more are great examples. Many of these associations rely on membership dues by providing benefits such as connecting the members together to share their best practices, recent regulation changes, and business referrals. In a well-built association like Toastmasters International, they have established mentorship program within the local chapters and nationwide division. They are always encouraging their members to find mentors to elevate their skills of leadership and public speaking. If you are an inspiring realtor who wants to take your career to the next level, the National Association of Realtor will provide you with information for some of the biggest names in the industry and networking events to help you to connect. Whatever your industry is, there most likely is an association for you. However, if you are not looking forward to joining a professional association yet, Meetup is another excellent resource to connect with other industry professionals locally. Meetup is a service platform designed to organize online groups that are hosted in person or through internet tools for people to connect with similar interests and backgrounds. On their site, you can find local business networking events, seminars, of prominent industry leaders, or even classes taught by some of the best executives in your industry. The site is free to register and easy to navigate. 
It offers a local and approachable method of connecting individuals together. Finding a mentor prospect is important, but ask them to become one is also very essential. So, how do you ask correctly? Don't be afraid to ask questions. Don't be afraid to ask for help when you need it. I do that every day. Asking for help isn't a sign of weakness; it's a sign of strength," said Barack Obama. So yes, ask is important. Finding a mentor is an obstacle, but asking someone to become your mentor is also very challenging. If you find a mentor through assignment from the company or association mentorship program, congratulations! You have successfully overcome one of the biggest challenges. Reaching out to a stranger or senior figure of the industry to be your mentor can be intimidating, but the reward is equally great if successful. Like what George Adair, the founder of Omega Vector, said, "Everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear." So, how do you ask someone to be a mentor? Many people have different methods of asking somebody else to be their mentor. Throughout my career, I found the following steps to be the most successful and had the highest chance of succeeding. Step number one: research. Once you have found a mentor prospect that matches your smart goal, you have to begin your research before making the ask. There are two parts to the research: self-research and in-person interview. Self-research generally means any research that you can do at home with your computer. You can research your prospect mentor through their LinkedIn profile, social media platforms, published articles, websites, or even Wikipedia. Most of the time, you'll be able to find useful information that helps you to understand the prospective mentor's mission statements and their career motivators. After you have a basic understanding, it is time for an in-person interview. Whether if you know the person through referrals or simply through research, an in-person interview will be your first connection point. Keep in mind, this day and age, informational interview requests are not unusual. If you have done your research, you will be able to send an invite with confidence while citing the information that you have found. In your request invite, it should consist of praising some remarkable achievement that they have done and sincere curiosity to know more. Usually, if you mean what you say, the prospect mentor will respond in kind. Always be mindful of their schedule and prepare to be flexible. During the interview, you will be able to further confirm if the individual is a good fit for your goals, and be friendly with the person. Once you have completed your informational interview, and you are confident that an individual will be a great mentor for you, it's time to prepare for a formal ask. Step two, formal ask. To prepare for the formal ask, first you have to develop an elevator speech. Remember that we had discussed earlier. This relationship has to be mutually respect and benefit. Your elevator pitch. Should consist of your background, your goals, how it aligns with their mission statements, and what you are committing to do. Keep in mind, this is an elevator speech, so it has to be short and straight to the point. Once you have prepared your speech, it's time to ask. The key to a successful formal ask is to do it in person. 
Since you have recently completed your informational interview, you can invite the prospective mentor again to thank them for their time. If you have struck a positive impression during your interview, their response will generally be positive. During your meeting, you can start with your prepared elevator speech along with your commitments to make the relationship as convenient as possible for them. The key is to ensure that this is not an obligation, but an option. Keep in mind, even you have done all the steps right, it doesn't guarantee you a favorable response. So always be flexible toward a possible rejection and show gratitude for their time. Just because they say no, doesn't mean that they will say no in the future or even refer you to a more suitable mentor and candidate, right? So if you do have the fortune to find the right mentor who is willing to invest you and your development, be sure to always keep your commitments to them as the relationship can only be strengthened by keeping one promise at a time. So for over 15 years, I have dedicated myself to helping others to achieve success in core components of life. Throughout the years, I have been mentors to many and continuously improve as a mentee myself to others. I have witnessed individuals change their lives for the better because of their mentors. I have also encountered many professionals who fail to reach their potential because of lack of help and guidance. To be successful in the career, one has to find the right mentor that fits their goal and establish a mutually beneficial mentorship. So on your next working anniversary, let me ask, do you have a mentor that can elevate your career? All right. I hope everybody liked this episode and sure hoping that this will be a good starting point for everyone to really find that guidance to elevate their career. And of course, right here at Life Plus Up, we wish everyone safe and sound and we will see you all next week on Wednesday at Life Plus Up podcast. As we're wrapping up this episode, I want to thank and remind all the listeners that in the description, you'll be able to find the overview of our contents, the links to positive news and resources, and most importantly, the show notes that I publish on Medium. Our music are being brought by Scott Holmes from scottholmesmusic.com. And if you have a question for my guests or for myself, please email me at podcastlifeplusup at gmail.com or find me on Instagram or simply by clicking on the voice link in the description. If you find this podcast informative and helpful, please follow and subscribe through your favorite podcast platform and share with someone that you really think this can help. If you want to support, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or simply by clicking on the donation button. Now, we'll see you all next Wednesday. Until then, remember, success without fun never lasts. And fun without success is not really too much fun. So let's have a fun and a successful podcast together.